Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast Crucial Conversation. Just got Jamal with me. What's up, man? What's going on, my brother? Another day in Indianapolis, April Fool's Day to me. When we release this, it will not be April Fool's anymore, but I woke up and it was snowing. I don't want to hear about your Florida weather. Let's just keep going. Uh, <laughs> it was, was, it's oh, stop. It was, stop, stop. It was 70 degrees where you were. I know. Thank you for pairing. <laughs> 70 degrees. It's all good. Anyway. It was, a, it was, yeah, anyway. It was extremely um, nippy today, man. I had to put a coat on, like mm-hmm. a little pullover sweater. Sure. Probably 72. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About, so, that, about that. Yeah. So uh, I, I was having a conversation today with, uh, actually, I got quite a few podcasts in today. Um, we're stockpiling them because I, we've got a a, ser- a new series coming out that's going to be on our Mondays. But uh, one of the guys was talking about, you know, the, the classic line of uh, you are the five people that, you know, the company you keep kind of thing. And it got me thinking of like, you know, having the those five that are doers that are really keep you inspired. What happens if you're surrounded by a bunch of losers? And I mean that jokingly, uh, and, but I mean that jokingly, and I'm almost, and I'm also dead serious. Like, you know, used to hang out with your boy, and he was a nice guy. He's not going anywhere. If all of a sudden you want to start taking things seriously, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but if all of a sudden you've got some people in your life that you know are holding you back, how do you gently tell them to go away? That's today's focus, Jamal. Man, that's that's a that is a that is a tall order. Um, I think that um, a lot of times we are conditioned to want the approval of the people that we are closest to. I know Gary Vaynerchuk says a lot of the times that we um, are are constantly seeking the approval of our family members or really the people that we love. We care so much about what grandma and grandpa or mom and dad think that um, it's hard for us to move on. Or we are um, connected to the the thought or the possibility of an, an idea. And we want we want our trajectory to look a certain way. And so we'll wait around for an opportunity that just might not be for us. And I think that that is something that stifles us a lot of times from being able to let people go. Yeah, I I was thinking about this today after he was saying that and uh, you know, I, I, I say this lovingly. I was, um, you know, the old adage that said there's there's nothing wrong with being uh, the worst house in that really nice neighborhood. That was me. Yeah. Ah. My, my friend group in high school. My, okay, true story. My best friend, David Ramey. The peer pressure I got from David Ramey was we'd get on the bus and he said, let me see your report card. I was ashamed. Hmm. Like, like, like now, mind you, some people out there are like, man, Don's a nerd. Yeah, it's so that's fine. 
<laughs> my, my friend group was uh, like, I always remember like this and I'm quite a bit older than you, but there was this, uh, you know, like books, like book fair day. They'd also sell posters. They had this one poster. It, it changed over the years, but it said justification for higher education. And it was a mansion mm-hmm. with like a six car garage. And then the garage had, uh, you know, cool cars. And so, David and some of those guys that I was friends with, they were like, they were always like, I'm, I'm going to be wealthy and I'm going to be wealthy because I'm going to go to college and I'm going to, you know, get that head start. So right. I got to say, in some degree of irony, I'm sitting there thinking like, hey, what if your friends are holding you back? How do you get rid of them? I'm, in a lot of ways, I'm the benefactor of being in a friend group that was way smarter than me. And yet they tolerated right. Donnie boy. Uh, now, mind you, I didn't hold them back. I was just trying to keep up. I think that's the big difference. I was trying to keep up. But so in this, like me having some guilt of like, man, they could have dropped my butt long uh-huh. time ago. But again, like I was trying to keep up. Never once right. went off the deep end was a, was a bad. Well, I wouldn't say I was never was a bad kid, but you know, by today's standards, I was a really good kid, but right. uh, I'm sitting there going over now. Like I've, I've had some people in my life that weren't David Ramey and they weren't my best friends. Right. But, you know, the uh, man, Don, you've changed, man, man. Mm-hmm. You, think, you know, like that, that anger and vitriol that if you've gone done better things, Sometimes those it's a self-weeding garden. Sometimes those people drop off because you're not spending as much time with them because you don't have enough time. So I guess that's in some way like method number one, just don't spend time with them because in a lot of ways you can't. Yeah, this is true. You know, I, I was I, I was having a conversation with someone today. I can't give details because it's identifying information. At some point today, I was having a conversation with someone. And when I say that they were so negative in just the most simplest of things. And it was one of those conversations where you're like trying to tell somebody part of your dream and say, you know, one day I would like to do this. And there was, I got 10,000 different reasons as to why I couldn't do that or why I shouldn't do that. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, man, I know that this is our last conversation about a lot of things for a long time as soon as this conversation is over i am going to separate myself from you because of your thought process it is not good for me where i'm at right now and i've gotten to that point but before before i got to this point in life and how i deal with people it 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 was it's always so hard to to move on or separate yourself because you don't, well, I say early on, I didn't understand that. Not everyone deserves my energy and my emotion. And to your point, I think, I think that when we, when we grow and when we uh, get better at what it is that we do or we want better, I think sometimes people don't realize that or, or can't take the fact that we started in the same place and I'm so much further ahead. Oh, or I'm in just a different spot. And it's often viewed as a head, but I'm just, my energy is different. And it doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that I can't operate with you like I used to operate with you. Yeah, I think that's a really good point too. And, 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 and gently bringing that up. 
you know, and, and actually, and boy, there's going to be some friends out there that listen to this and they're like, man, Don's talking about me. Not in every, like, there's a couple of really, really nice friends in my life that I just, I don't have time. And it's not right. like they're weighing me down. Like they're really genuinely good people. That's matter of fact, that's 90% of my friends right now. And actually right. m- most of them are really cool. And to be fair, like they're just as equally as busy as I am. So don't read into that. Like, I'm not saying that, but the people that are really trying to take your time and they do not inspire you. You're not looking forward to you. You're spending time with them out of obligation or guilt. And, and, and they're sucking the life out of you. These are the kind of things that like Jamal and I are really talking about. Cause like, if you're over man, like you're, you're a young one, like, (laughs) like, because like, seriously, at at eight, you're just barely 30 and at 30, you're still like, man, we used to hang out. You're my boy. Th- that goes through your 20s. All of a sudden, you, mm. you, you get kids. And like the, the average 30 to 40 person out there knows exactly what, like, yeah, man, when I had kids, all of a sudden, all that time got, you know, shrunk. So we're not talking about the people that don't have time. We're talking about the people that suck the life out of you. And it's yeah. that. Yeah, but some of that too, Don, is just like you said, when whenever there's a, you know, banks care that you have a lifestyle change. Did you have did you have kids? Did you change your job? Because they because they know if they're gonna lend you money, all of those things are factors. Well, if this factors for people lending you money, think about how how important those things are when it comes to just basic relationships. Um, that are that that don't really cost anything but you know your most precious commodity which is time right if I have kids I want to hang out with people who have kids because if I'm talking to my single friend Joe Schmo from down the road it, it you're not going to understand what I'm going through as a parent now me and you have had some great conversations about parenting girls I have a daughter you have a daughter and like just our conversations about yeah. about parenting has has helped me. I can't have that same conversation with everybody. And and I think to your point, it's not that you don't love or care for the people that are in your life. It's just that I don't you don't have the time or devotion or it's just that the energy at that moment doesn't match up. Here's the reason why I think a lot of times family only see each other for funerals, Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Because well, everybody's so busy. Right. Right. Well, I'm also just thinking about like, in some cases, if that person is really tugging on your shirt tail, like, Hey man, Hey man, Hey man. I, my, my, my advisor, one of my mentors keeps telling me I'm having those conversation, tough conversations. Uh, you do not build trust by telling people they want to hear you build trust by telling people what they need to hear, what they should hear. And so when that person said, you know, choose those five people that you want to spend more time with, by definition, you're going to spend less time with those other people that you might. And by the way, unless you were so blessed, you're like, man, my five people are all the people I want to surround myself with. They inspire me to do more, et cetera, et cetera. Which, by the way, ironically enough, the people I spend most time with, it's you, at least at least by communication like this. It's Alicia, my yeah. wife. I mean, like, I, I listen to that. I'm like, I'm doing good like, there's nobody <laughs> like there's nobody i'm shedding like literally yeah. there's nobody i'm shedding but um but I, I got to that point in my life that there had to be a few people that are like and now now that i am a little bit older and wiser 
I think that maybe I should have had the tough conversation that when they kept saying, Hey man, Hey man, Hey man, I should have probably said, look, I'm so sorry. Like my priorities changed. This isn't the things I enjoy doing anymore. Like, you know, like, like to your point, like I, I've got a daughter, I've got, you know, a son or whatever, but having those conversations of like, you, you're a good guy. Don't read into this too much. And I hate to say like, it's not you, it's me. Um, yeah. But the, those relationships, you, you may not have to scrap forever, but kind of drawing that, like, because I, I think that if you say nothing and you just kind of fade away, that also kind of has its own awkwardness. I, and I don't know. And, and maybe I'll, I'll get some emails and saying, no, like, you know, that, that whole, you make, you know, I've known some people that instead of firing people, they make things so uncomfortable for them at work. They quit. Yeah, I don't like that either. So if there's yeah. people in your life that you just need to start like literally kind of drawing some boundaries, draw those boundaries. Yeah, but you know, I, I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking about just the natural boundaries that are drawn um, just by circumstance. If I go off to college and you don't, we're, we're probably not going to talk as much. We don't have anything to talk about. I'm talking with people in my study group. Um, you know, I'm over here, I'm going to class. I don't, I don't have the time because the people that I have to spend time with to move forward and be successful ha- has just changed. And a lot of that stuff is dictated to, if I, if I go off to run a company, if I, if, if I go off to do something different than what it is that, that we used to do together, then naturally it's going to cost us the, that time. I think to your point, um, you don't, there's there's a as I said, there's a thousand different ways that you can approach um, distancing yourself or moving on from a relationship. But I think the the key to relationships is realizing the the season of that relationship and how long that relationship or friendship is gonna last. I had a best friend for a year one time. I had a best friend for five years one time. I had uh, a best friend for six months one time. And, and every time that the relationship ended, it, it was, it was kind of, you know, terrible in, in the sense. But then I, I realized, like, every relationship is not going to last forever. So you have to realize that some people are one-day acquaintances, one-day best friends, two-day. You, you just have to determine the length and the season and be okay with yeah. that relationship running its course, every relationship runs its course based on where the people are at that given time. And they're just a people are part of your journey, not the journey. Unless you're Alicia, then that relationship's not going to, that's why I almost stay in rock solid. Um, yeah. But no, I well, And then also let me clarify this too. We're sitting there talking about people that inspire you, that push you forward. This does not have to be all business all the time. If somebody inspires you because they know how to relax, if somebody inspires you because they know how to travel, if somebody inspires you because they know how to party and that's one of your priorities, awesome. You know, like, right, right. I've got one friend of mine, this guy knows how to travel. You know, he believes in taking uh, four vacations, two of them with his wife two of them with the whole family. And it is a priority. They go on quarterly vacations. I don't really spend a lot of time with them, but I admire them. Heck, I'd like to spend more time with them, but he's traveling all the time. So <laughs> we're sitting there talking about business success and principal success and school success. Yeah, like 
the people that inspire you, it doesn't have to be all serious all the time. Just want to make that clarification. No, and, and it doesn't. But I, I, you know, just just speaking to the the, the personal level, wherever you are with your, I, I'm gonna call it energy. Wherever you are with your energy in life at that time, you gotta find people who uh, lift your energy, no matter what it is that you're doing. If you if you want to, you know, have a hamburger stand or a hot dog stand or whatever it is. I think I think the the thing that led us to this conversation is the fact that um, we realize that there are some people who don't deserve that energy that are draining. There are some people who are uplifting, um, and even the people who are uplifting, whether they drain or uplift, those relationships run their course based on who you are and where you are at the time. Nothing's forever. There you go. Good episode today, my man. All right. Well. As always, we Jamal and I love your feedback. And uh, if one of those five people in your life that you were inspiring you, great. If we're not, ditch us. <laughs> Sorry, that's my joke for the day. All right, man. Uh, looking forward to a big weekend. Uh, Jamal, as you may know, Indianapolis is the center of the sports universe. We got the final four coming up this weekend. So, best of luck to let's see, we've got Houston and Baylor. So, the the, the Battle of Texas. And we've got UCLA and dag on it. I, I I watched UCLA beat Michigan. I was surprised. Oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Might, might go for that undefeated season altogether. So best of luck to the teams. I think I'm gonna probably pull for Gonzaga in game one and then probably University of Houston in game two. And uh I don't know. I got that feeling that Gonzaga is going to be one of those rare teams to go undefeated for the whole season. But well, I want to do something. Well, since you mentioned the the men's, I'm, I'm I can't I can't leave the ladies out on this media production. Ah, very good. Ah, see, yeah. So we got you know for the final four for the women's, we got the UConn Huskies. A lot of controversy around them. That's they won on the, the end of the game. They that won a on a foul. You got to let them play it out, though. Just like, just like my man said, he said, you know, I'm not going to say I won the game on the foul. But anyway, you got the you got the UConn uh, Huskies. You got the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, you have the Stanford Cardinals and the South Carolina Gamecocks. I By the way, Stanford Cardinals, Cardinal, because it's a tree. It is. I just realized yeah. that it's not Cardinals. It's a Cardinal. I think I'm going to go treat. for Arizona. I'm going to pull for Arizona because they beat uh, Indiana. IU, Indiana University, went to the Elite Eight for the first time ever. Congratulations, <laughs> Lady Hoosiers. So I think I'm going to pull for Arizona on that one. I'm, I'm, pulling, for, I'm pulling for the UConn. I'm pulling for UConn. Yeah, I want time. them to make the most they of it. They win time. Them. No, they haven't won. That's like saying you – no, come on. It's like saying, oh, I'm, hey. I'm rooting for Alabama football in the NCAA men's – come on, man. I never be root for Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> University of Connecticut women's team is basically the Alabama football of college bat women's college basketball. But oh well. But they have they have the most compelling storyline. Oh, you know I'm a storyline guy, dude. They're ran like a dude. Yeah, they they're awesome. No, they're awesome. No doubt. Yeah, they are. I just like that underdog squad. I was like to see those. You know, the, the the little team get in there. Not that Arizona, my gosh, Arizona is a big university, but yeah, Paul, Arizona. Well, they got they got Stanford winning, you know, all of the experts, they have Stanford winning, winning it all in the women's bracket. So we'll see. 
Yeah, but v- v- rooting uh, like betting against UConn is like saying, "Well, I think Tom Brady's old this year, so I'm not gonna." <laughs> Tom Brady's not gonna win this year. Don't bet against Brady. So yeah, don't don't vote. Don't bet against the the Huskies. They'll prove yeah. you wrong, man. Those we'll girls see. know what is going on. Yeah, those girls win. That's all they do. All right, Jamal, all right. Don Wetrick, reminding you, opportunities are everywhere. Go get it. See ya.